Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, the ultimate education show on the forefront of the burgeoning edtech revolution. Join us each week as we interview the most cutting-edge edtech companies, content creators, and curriculum developers across the planet. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzaifa, as always. And today we are talking about history, but a really special type of history, and it's a YouTube history channel. But not your normal history channel. This is a channel, well, first of all, it's called well, Mr. Z or Monsieur Z, and it's all about these really cool alternate history videos. Uh, for example... What would have happened if World War II never happened? I mean, what would the world be like? What would have happened if the South would have won the Civil War in the American Civil War? Questions that are super fascinating, really fun to think about, but maybe we kind of think about it and we don't really dig too deeply as far as what would actually happen. Well, this channel does that. It takes these amazing hypotheticals, these really fascinating hypotheticals, and says, all right, well, let's play it out, and let's see, and this is how it would have affected the world. What would have happened if JFK would have never been assassinated? So this is Mr. Z or Mr. Z, a home for alternate history and more. So if you appreciate in-depth analysis of historical events, political theories, theoretical sciences, and sociology, welcome home. And it is created and run by a gentleman named Dean Moser, and that is who our guest is today. So without further ado, Dean, welcome to the show. Hi, great. Uh, Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Awesome. Thank you for coming. Now, first of all, Dean, tell us what, before you started the channel, what were you, what was your vocation? What were you doing? Before I started the channel, I was just running through a variety of jobs. Even um, after I had started the channel, before it really took off, I had started off, um, well, first off, I was working on a corn farm in Wichita, Kansas, when I first started up the channel. And back then, it was really just theory videos. They weren't really going too far with history. But I touch on science, I touch on sociology, and I touch on history every now and then. Uh, when... Uh, my channel really took off. I was a telemarketer for for a uh, car company. Um, oh, a, yeah, a sales a sales broker for a car company, which is basically a telemarketer. Uh, what my what video really took off was the it was a review of a show called Man in the High Castle. And the Man in the High Castle is an alternate timeline in which the Axis win World War Two. I had reviewed it. It got very popular, and I thought, well, this is something I can continue to talk about. And from there, I just kept building on it, and I started making alternate history scenarios. My fans really really liked them, and I kept going with it. So tell us now, as you've, as you've made a lot of these int- really, really cool, by the way, alternate history videos, what are some of your favorites, or what are some of the ones that pop out in your mind that really that, that resonated with you and also really resonated with your audience members? Uh, some of my favorites and uh, my, some of my audience's favorites are what if uh, what if Rhodesia had won the Bush War? Rhodesia is this small little country in Africa that's now known as Zimbabwe. It used to be one of the most prosperous countries in the entire uh, continent. 
And because of the Civil War, things sort of turned south and the country went downhill. Another favorite of mine is what if the Romans colonized America? Now, usually my my alternate history scenarios stick fairly, you know, I have to balance a good deal of storytelling with a good deal of realism. I like to get the facts out of the way and then build a story off of what facts we know. With Rome, I had to take a few more liberties, but it was a lot of fun to make. It was just crafting a story and a world, and that's something I really love doing with my scenarios. So that's what's so cool about this channel is that it is, it's educational. I would say I would put it in the category of definitely an educational YouTube channel, but it blends in that fictional element which is which has to be grounded in history and has to be you know it's 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 beyond in my opinion it has to be more carefully tailored than like a television show or things like that because i think i think and correct me if i'm wrong but i believe that is your goal to stay authentic to the history which i think is is so uh, is so awesome what is what has been the reaction of students and teachers and things like that as, as they've been watching your videos I think it's terrific. Many people have told me that they've learned a lot from my videos because I cover sub I not only do I cover subjects um, that most people aren't too familiar with, but I also cover subjects every single week. I'm always looking up new information. I'm always researching new uh, wars and things that could have changed history. And people are fascinated by them because it really goes to show how if this small thing had changed, the world would be completely different. And sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes there's something big. Uh, again, like the JFK assassination. What if he had survived? Surprisingly, not too much had would have changed. But, of course, that's not too exciting. Of course, I'll go through the details of it. I'll say what likely would have happened. And then I'll say, well, that's not too fun. So let's get a story out of it anyhow. And I'll take it in a new direction. Now, if we talk about things like I, I know one of your videos caught my eye. Let's let's dive into if World War Two never happened. So I think it was based on the premise that Poland and Germany would have struck up an agreement. Uh, play, can you play that out for us? And then and then how did you start to weave the, you know, the the rest of the story and how everything would would go from there? OK, so when it comes to Poland, and Germany, uh, in our timeline, Poland and Germany had a um, a non-aggression pact, just like the, uh, the Soviets had done with Germany prior to them invading Poland. Poland and Germany weren't exactly on the best terms, but this was a good stepping stone for them to start doing something with their relationship. Poland wanted to really be a pivotal state in Europe, but... People forget that prior to World War One, Poland wasn't really it didn't it didn't exist. It used to exist in olden Europe, but then it got absorbed by Russia. Poland gets reformed, but Poland got reformed with pieces of uh, the old German Empire. Uh, Nazi Germany wanted to annex those pieces of Poland, but Poland would refuse. So in this timeline, during their non-aggression pact, Poland says, hey, Germany, I want to form the Poland-Lithuanian Commonwealth, which is old in old Poland, their old borders, where they would unite with Lithuania. Germany says, all right, I'll help you form the Poland-Lithuanian Commonwealth, but I need you to give me this territory here. This territory is uh, commonly known as the city of uh, Danzig. It would, it would have connected Germany 
to what's known as East Prussia. It was a territory they had become separated from because of World War One. So if they were to get that territory back, peace with Poland could have been very possible. And the two, because they, they both have anti-Soviet sentiments, could have united against the Soviet Union instead of against each other. I see. Now, what do you have coming up on the agenda, let's say, in the next few months or year? Can you give us a sneak peek of any interesting videos or conflicts that you're going to revisit and uh, build a story around? Well, one of my big um, things is I always uh, – I have a few series. Uh, I already did What If World War One Ended in Stalemate, and now I'm finishing up What If World War Two Ended in Stalemate. It's gotten pretty far, so let's see. I'm just looking at my desktop here and the things I have laid out. So by this point, um, Germany and the U.S. have formed an alliance against the Soviet Union – who after they were defeated by, well, not necessarily defeated, but they lost territory because Britain said, hey, Germany, let's call for peace. Uh, the Russians ended up losing some territory. So the Soviets get very resentful against Britain, and they start taking territory from Asia, and they start building a, an Asiatic communist sphere. This leads Britain to form a new Persian empire because they had an alliance there and start calling upon some Middle Eastern countries and trying to unite them against the Soviets. Hmm. All right. right. Really interesting. Have you done anything now? uh, I didn't see this, but I I may not have dug down deep enough. Have you done anything in terms of the the most recent invasion into Afghanistan? Like, what if that didn't happen? Or the Iraq War? Anything along those lines? I think the furthest I've covered is I've, I've talked about the 90s in the United States and how the 90s were actually a far more turbulent era than people remember them. There was a lot going on. And just like the Soviet Union uh, had collapsed in the 90s, the U.S. also could have collapsed in the 90s had things not gone the way they did. Hmm. You know what I think is very interesting about what you're doing as well is that I think from a political standpoint, people who are analyzing politics and trying to get a better understanding of how people negotiate, how countries interact, I think that it's a worthwhile exercise to to go through this thought process and think, well, okay, if things would have gone that way, almost how an attorney might have to essentially anticipate what would happen if an argument goes this way, that way, or the other way. And so I think what you're doing, or and hopefully what you're encouraging other kids and other students to do, is to go through almost that argument-building process. I mean, is this something that you've heard? Have you heard this feedback from other teachers or educators? Because I think this could be a really valuable exercise, especially if we, when you think about shows like Science with uh, Science with uh, Mr. Tom, which is all about creating science wraps with with students and having them be a part of that process. Having students be a part of this process on their own, trying to come up with alternate histories, I feel like could be really valuable. What are your, What are your thoughts, or what have you heard? I agree absolutely. Um, I haven't gotten in, I haven't gotten messages from teachers that I know of, but lots of my um, viewers like to ask me questions on how I would write my alternate history. They want to know. Uh, they want some advice on how to write an alternate history, and I'm always happy to give uh, them advice. Now, the oh, sorry, general, go ahead. Oh, so the general thing is you need to think critically. You need to analyze all the details. Uh, imagine anything else that could be involved. So not just like the two countries that you're focusing on, but the you know their allies, the countries that are around them, what's sort of going on at the period, and once you have all the facts. Build, you can build a foundation off of that, 
Um, well, I'm sorry, you can build a foundation out of that. And from there, you just build a good story. Now, have you ever thought about taking some of your stories and putting them into written format in sort of a, a book or a collection of short stories? It's funny you mentioned that. I'm actually writing a book right now. It's um, can't say too much about it, but the alternate scenario is essentially taking place uh, after a worldwide blackout, and you're just experiencing the rebuilding of society after that blackout. Now, is storytelling or writing is that something that you were interested in growing up or as an adult at all, or is this kind of is this passion developed out of the YouTube out of the creation of your YouTube channel? I've always loved telling stories. It's just it just hasn't taken a writing writing form outside of school. I'd always tell my friends stories. I'd tell my uh, my younger brother stories. But something I really enjoyed doing in school was always when we'd get uh, a writing assignment where we just get to write our own story and we can get to go our own way. And I'd always do well on those. I'd always turn them in, and it's just it was a it was it's always been a passion. Now, if there are students listening, and let's say they have a assignment in school, and they want to, for example, write a story in the same, in, in using the same idea of creating an alternate timeline or alternate history. Now, you gave a few pieces of advice already in terms of not just looking at the two countries, but looking at their allies, looking at the broader picture. What are some other starter tips that you could give? to students out there. I'm a teacher. I have I have a lot of students that I'm sure would love to do this. What are some other tips that you could give them to do this accurately, productively, and have it be really fun? My advice, uh, in just in terms of alternate history, would be that history can occur from the smallest little things. So if you, looking at the broad picture, you could say, okay, what if that country invaded this country or that country didn't invade that country? Or you could go even deeper and look into the deeper history of the country. This encourages you to, you know, learn more about the history of this place. And also you can say, oh, that's an interesting thing that happened. What if this happened instead of that? And because you're thinking about that, it, you just in your mind, you're taking this and you're making your own thoughts about this information that you're taking in and that helps you retain it. I've just through my research, I've gotten very good at having a very expansive just memory of history. Uh, and a good example is I could probably name I'm I certainly could name all the presidents just from memory. That's awesome. I had another I had another guest on here who's got another YouTube channel, Mr. Beat, who can do something along those lines as well. Uh, oh, Mr. Beat. Uh, I think I've seen some of his videos. Yeah, he's got a he's got a really cool channel. All, yeah, also also about history. So yeah, he's got that same trick. You guys should you guys should connect. Uh, so Dean, this is this has been great, and I I I really hope that listeners who are listening to the show will definitely check out your channel. Uh, just because it's not, I mean, it's not, it's both, it's educational and it's super fun, which is of course, I think the goal of education content, especially with this massive ed tech revolution that is happening right before us, that has been happening for some, a little bit of time now, but it's continuing to unfold and it's super exciting. So thank you so much for coming on. If people want to check out your stuff, check out your channel and maybe even check out your book one day when, when it's out, how can they do that? 
Uh, just go to Monsieur Z uh, on YouTube. Just search me up. I'm probably going to be, I'm sure I'm the first one that pops up. Uh, subscribe, and you should be getting regular notifications. Uh, if you want to know when my book comes out, you can follow me on Twitter, which is uh, at Monsieur Jerk, J E R K. And do I have any other social media? I don't think so. <laughs> All, right. All right, that'll do. And guys, if you didn't hear everything that was just said, well, it's a podcast, so you can rewind. But if you don't want to rewind, you can go and check out the show notes at scalarlearning.com. Just go to the podcast section and check out the show notes for this episode. And if you haven't done so yet, make sure to check out our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search for Scalar Learning. And we've got all sorts of awesome math content up there. Weekly live streams related to SAT math content. New math music video soon to drop on logarithms. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Thank you guys so much for joining. Don't forget, new podcast episodes drop every Monday. So check back regularly for that. And I will see you all next time. Take it easy. Scalar learning. Give me that scalar learning. Scalar learning. Scalar learning. Give me that scalar.